Welcome to the dream stream. We are here to meet our dreams. Who is this beautiful kitty? Michelle. That's Michelle. <laughs> Before I was looking at karma and now I see this amazing black kitty. And then- so this is the dream stream. Welcome back. I am Yiska Cook. And today we're, oh, karma. Oh, Black Kitty. Oh, Karma. <laughs> How sweet you guys are together. Yeah, I mean, live in harmony. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. And the human. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's great to see you. It's, it's great, great to see you, too. Great catching up. You're, you were, you're a very important character in the dream stream. <laughs> Oh, like trilogy legacy. <laughs> so, and look, you're with your beautiful animals. That's lovely to see. Oh, karma. Who's the black kitty? That's Scow. He's the craziest cat I ever met. Can I say again his name? Scout. That's Scout. Oh, okay. Whatever happened to your calico cat? Oh, he, she's around. She's around making trouble. You're so good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. I'm here with Michelle here. Riddell, and she is a dreamer and a therapist and a dancer and an actress and an artist. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And you can see my angel. I'll show you my angel. Yeah, I want to see your angel. And my chimpanzees. Well, I don't know what you're making me look at. Oh, is it on your Merle? Okay. Oh, I see your chimpanzee. I do. I see that little fellow. Who's your mm-hmm. angel? Oh, beautiful angel, Michelle. Oh, I do mm-hmm. like that. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, and then you, wait, this is probably better. You can see the, yeah, a little bit. You can see the chimp, chimpanzee. Yeah, he's as cute as can be. <laughs> okay. So it's my jungle room. You're, I love it. Is that the barn? What is that? This is this is the cat. <laughs> this is the cat. But what is that room? Is that the oh, gallery? This is, what? Yeah, oh no, it's next to the gallery. Yeah. That's the gallery. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. And this is the cat that's in love Michelle with the dog. has a gallery here in New Paltz, New York, called the Unframed Artist Gallery, and it's on. Historic Huguenot Street, and I I always think it's worth a visit. So look at it. go. <laughs> look at the cat lying on the dog. Right next to the dog. That's my favorite thing. Is like just <laughs> body warmth, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it, they're really good friends, which yes. is nice to see. So nice to see. So uh, yeah, right now I only have the two cats and I'm wanting a dog. 
And every day, the organization Pet Finder shows me like a poodle mix dog, this little dog. And I fell in love with the one today that came. And I don't know, it's probably too much for me to get a dog. But what is your opinion? Depends on how big he is. He's like, you know, 20 pounds. And, and that sounds perfect. And his temperament. I haven't met him, but uh, I, I can look into him. What is that? What am I hearing? You know what? That's a giant cricket. Oh, no. <laughs> there, it's my phone. I just hung it oh, up. I was talking about a giant cricket. I had a dream yeah. that I heard a sound just like that. And there was a green frog, one of those beautiful green frogs on the wall. And I was so happy. So I just yeah. knew. And he was in the house. And I said, good, he's in the house. I, I was really happy to have Lovely. him last night. And, and then I have this other dream that I thought maybe you could help me with. Yeah, and well, I first want to talk about that one, if we may, Michelle. Sure independent of the second one but that feels like good juju you know the frog is in my house like that feels like symbiotic relationship and um real and green say again kind of like real green really green really green yeah, like yeah. right this green more beautiful like yeah yeah i love that i love that it really feels like a good sign you know from nature just yeah okay. it was yeah. and the sound of it it was like the coqui uh, a coqui frog like you know oh el coqui oh i love that yeah it was beautiful so that's that's really beautiful and then i'm sorry you're and then the second dream this dream is quite the dream. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for it? Hang on. <laughs> this, to me, I had this dream like a, a little while ago, but it just seems like it was so powerful. Like it's a, one of those dreams that stays with me. Yeah. All um, right. And, uh, all right. So I am in this guys and dolls kind of way. I mean, kind of play with Jeremy. <laughs> I know. Kind of, that was a slip. That was uh, a wonderful kind of Freudian slip. <laughs> with Jeremy. And he's, he's a, a guy that I know next door, my uh, neighbor's son, and a bunch of people. I am helping this girl get dressed and her wings got wrecked. And they are like skeletons. And I help her patch them up. They look delicate and beautiful. I tell her if they fall and drop to the floor, make it part of the play. Pick them up and look sad. I tell another girl that also. If something goes wrong, make it part of the play. I am wearing this gay big blonde wig and <laughs> and it's white like platinum and we have and i have high heels 
white. I realize I have to go to the dentist at 9.30 before the performance. I keep in costume walking down a stairway with the heels because I can't find my real shoes. Should I keep going on? It goes on. Please, I'm totally in this story. Go on. Okay. Somehow Jeremy has to go too for an appointment. And yikes, we have to get back for the performance. I think we go in the Odyssey. That's a car, but it's an Odyssey. It's an Odyssey <laughs> now that I look back on this. We are in Poughkeepsie parking the car in a used parking lot or parking lot. Then we stop to see these tribal African Native Americans. They have dirt floors. They've transformed in dark dirt candle lit deep tribal community. I'm thinking of the dentist, but this is so fascinating. I walk into the room and she says, Oh, something. teeth again. What? Teeth again. I'm just listening. I'm listening for like symbols and what, what comes forth from you telling of the story. And you teeth? were speaking of teeth before, and this is teeth again. So, oh, yeah. How is it teeth? Oh, the Ooh, dentist. The dentist. Yeah. I walk into the room and she says, and she is one of the tribal mothers. Okay. Like, do you want to be young? But it means more than, it means more like cleansed. I want to be courteous, interested. So I say yes, and I am part of this ceremony. And she is boiling, molt, boiling molten hot lava in the ground. Hmm. And people are around, ancient ceremony, respect. I think about the dentist. <laughs> and quiet, getting into it. Deep. <laughs> they are doing other unknown things, rituals so deep. I tell them, thank you so much. I need to leave. They are upset. They're all women, but they let me go. And I'm looking for Jeremy. The men are all tribal in another room, uh, in a big circle, all with ceremonial dress, big, you know, uh, headpieces. Jeremy or his friend says, you must stay and don't tell them you have to go. <laughs> he turns to me and I see his left eye has been pierced through closed with a thin, thin toothpick-sized arrow spear. Wow, wow. I because I think what he had said is he had to go. So then they did that to him. Wow, Michelle. Wait. I think better listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> right. I think... I, think there's water in the middle of the circle. They are, there is. They are all watching me. Jeremy didn't do so well with his eye, you know? Yeah, yeah. There are many rituals and dried raspberry type something I need to eat. Flat on a plate. 
I do. It's really sour and I eat it somberly. Then these 20 totally primitive costumed warriors sitting still and chief says, mosquito man, all in masks. Mosquito man starts shooting those skinny long arrows at me. At you. Yeah, and he is Yeah, this is the chief. You can hardly see, but this is the chief. Wait. Yes. This is the chief. Yes. And this is Mosquito Man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, please go on. Excuse the interruption. So he's shooting the arrows. I have to sit still. One by one, they all miss me. Before this, I go deep in a trance, deep meditation. All of them miss me. I think he is missing me on purpose because I am courageous and have passed the test. Slowly, they allow us to get up. I see the women and say, I will return to complete the ceremony. Forget the dentist. We are transformed and totally shaken. Forget the dentist. <laughs> the car is gone. Top sees Jeremy and tells him. <laughs> I know, I know. Forget the dentist. I mean, all the dream, the dentist. Forget the dentist. Has nothing to do with this. No, I'm sorry again. That was very funny. The cop, hey, go on. The, the cop gives Jeremy a key and tells him to find any car, see if it works. Who knows about the play? This was the deadly serious play, ancient tribal magical. My supreme acting was at the ceremony but I transformed and was honest, not acting. More ceremonial ritual in the middle, putting mud on me or the lava, but I can't remember. I am up in the full moon night, morning candle after writing this. Yeah, one more time. Up in the full moon light? With yeah, the candle. Full moon night. Full moon night. Yeah. And you have a candle lit. Dreamer has a candle. I brought a candle. Like when I woke up, I was like, I had to write this dream, even though, like, yeah. It's beautiful. And I want to say, like, hurrah for epic dreams. (laughs) You know, I feel like it's been a little while since I've had one like this. This is this is very powerful. This is really wonderful. So when did you have this dream? It was a while ago. It was, but it stands out of, you know, it was in in August, the uh, August 21st. Okay, well, that wasn't so long ago. We haven't seen each other in a little while too. Mm-hmm. So um, that was really wonderful. So uh, some of the questions that Robert Moss asks the dreamer when unpacking a dream is, what do you want to know about this dream? I want to know about 
the lava, the mosquito man. Yeah, and 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 I kind of feel like the meditation gave me power. Oh, I think you got muted. Oh no, I'm still here. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just being quiet and listening to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and just the 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 power of that ancient in the middle of the the dentist and me with the fake wig and the high heels, which I could never walk on. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and but that it transforms from this, you know little thing into this deep 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 like in the center of the earth almost like yeah you know. yeah it's very ritualistic you know it's very much about that for me listening to the dream it feels very ritualistic and very welcoming you know, to join in this, these rites of passage. So, and I really feel like if this is my dream. I feel like I am being invited into these rites of passage. And I ask myself, well, what, what passage is happening in my life? And I'll look at my life and my age and my circumstances and, and, yeah, I mean, and you know how they say like certain ages are are connected with earlier ages. I don't know how they do that, but they say maybe it's just the simplest math. But the 29th year is similar to the 48th year, whatever it is. But um, I feel like this is very shamanic, really an invitation. Yeah, yeah. And that the interest also like that I had to keep thinking of the dentist. What the Yeah, heck? I know. What the <laughs> fuck? I, I, well, so here's my question. It's like, it's like, okay, so sometimes we do dream about teeth. Oh, did you dream about teeth at all? I mean, like, was it the dentist and the connection with teeth or was it? Just more like an idea. appointment that I had to go to in Poughkeepsie for your teeth. Yeah, dentist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I would just say that it's really funny. And so when I look at it as a metaphor, like teeth, I'm into like puns, so or like you know, so sink my teeth into, I guess it's not a pun, it's more of an aphorism, sink my teeth into something, you know, that's like teeth, or like, like, what are some sayings about teeth, or dentistry? Um, it's really, sink my teeth is one, but yeah. Yes, I'm just thinking, sink my teeth. Yeah, for, uh, I'm sure there must be others, you know? Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of others. I'm sure but... there's a lot of them. Well, mm -hmm. anyway, that's all I can think of at the down moment. Down in the tooth, down in the tooth? 
No, that's down in the mouth. Oh, uh, never look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> that's one, right? <laughs> <gasps> Disclaimer. Yes, I'm drinking whiskey <laughs> from a six-year-old's birthday party that I went to earlier. So what six-year-old? My my darling girl, my my neighbor's kid who I've known oh. since she was in like a baby blanket, like in her mom's arms. I knew her when she was in her mom's belly. Just uh -huh. my darling girl. So and then this is just whiskey that they happened to have. <gasps> so but but that's a very powerful dream michelle like, yeah what does it mean for you you know you're very reflective and introspective so what do you take from that i think uh somehow it's it uh the thing about me always having to go someplace you know, like I'm having to go someplace other than where I am. Okay. It's kind of like not being present. And mm -hmm. I think that's why he got shot in the eye. Like okay. the eye, I, that probably has some deep symbolism too. Like why did he get, yeah. why did Mosquito Man get him in the eye? Yeah. And what the hell? I don't think you said shot in the eye before. You huh? pointed out there was something odd about his eye right that 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 he had been shot in the eye i don't believe you said that before oh possibly you did but for me no, right I in didn't. this moment but that's what i realized when mosquito man started shooting me and that he was oh. a mosquito man and he was shooting arrows like a mosquito's yeah, you know, gets you. Wow. And I, I looked up Mosquito Man, and there's very little on Mosquito Man. Like, you okay. know, yeah. yeah. Go on, go on. And um, but the part about like having to go to the dentist and not having and not being, you know, there, you know, not being uh, present, and that Mosquito Man got Jeremy because. Jeremy was moving to go someplace else. Okay, Michelle, know? I can't see your face. Oh. I can only see your legs. See Hello. You can see oh, the yeah, cat. So Jeremy, what about Jeremy? He was waiting to go someplace Jeremy else. Was, Jeremy said that he was going to go. He had to go someplace else. Okay. And that's why he got shot. Because he wasn't staying for the whole ceremony. Please forgive me for asking this most simplest of questions. <laughs> Who who is Jeremy? Who is Jeremy? <laughs> you look like you're feeling no pain. I'm not feeling any pain. <laughs> I'm also not <laughs> retaining that specific okay. bit of information. Jeremy is uh Jeremy's a friend of mine that lived next door and now he's living in Switzerland with his wife and kids, and he's Judy Mage's son. I don't think you ever told me that before. No, I did. Not the whole thing, though. Not okay. the whole thing. I'm sorry. So go on. So yeah. Okay. So what did you say? Now I'm going to transform into the cat. Okay. Yeah, I love this now, cat. what I want to tell you is Hola. this. Hola. <laughs> I have a okay. big black kitty, too. I'm going to try to get him in here. Hola. Hola. So... What I, um, 
yeah, so he was, he got hurt because he was doing exactly what I was doing because I left the women. You know, I left the women's ceremony and they were upset with me, but the women didn't, you know, shoot anything. They were busy with the hot lava. And, oh, and walking across you know, hot lava barefoot? Excuse me? <laughs> walking across hot lava barefoot? What do you mean no, hot they, lava? They had a, a, they had a kind of a cauldron, but it was in the ground of hot wow. lava. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and that was part of the ceremony and they were letting it cool a little and putting it on me. Wow. Wow. And it was like the lava or mud or like cooled lava. And, uh, and then I went into the, the other one and I think they were missing me. I think like they were missing me because I was present because I went into deep meditation and his arrows weren't missing me on purpose, really. I think I had like a force field around me yes. that they were missing me because I was so present. That's beautiful, Michelle. That I, the power that, of presence. The power yeah. of presence. Yeah. You and know? I think that had, that had a lot to do with me. I, I mean, a lot to do with it. And yeah, this I think so too. man was like this powerful, like, I guess, div diviner or like he, he would tell who was worthy or who wasn't. And, and, you know, like whether we were going to get there out of there alive or what. And because I just was, was really still, I was yeah. able to not fear and I think yeah. that was the thing too. Is and and then I stopped rushing for the dentist <laughs> because yeah, I you don't want to show any like adrenaline to these blood suckers. <laughs> but Michelle, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but you probably haven't. Have you seen? Oh, Star, Barb, and Star's trip to Vista Del Mar. Can you see that ASAP? Hmm? It's called Barb and Star's Trip to Vista Del Mar. And they have the whole mosquito segment. <laughs> I think really? you should see that. It's absolutely one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. You've got to uh, just text it to me afterwards. All right, okay. I'll do that. Because my, my pen isn't, I was going to write some of the things that you were talking about is, is, oh. you know, about the rite of the passage and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It really feels like that to me. Like, like there's transition. I'm in transition if I am the dreamer and I am taking stock of pieces of my life and I'm taking forward what I want to bring forward. So it feels very much ceremonious, more ritualistic than ceremonious, but more like earthy and less perhaps intellectually, spiritually. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if that makes any sense, but it feels really good. It feels really connected to earth. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I was that we were able to get out of there too, like unharmed, because it was like, you know, we had to prove ourselves somehow. Yes. And which is the and, classic fairy tale moment where you know the hero needs to prove themselves somehow to then get the princess or whatever the prize is. So go on. <laughs> yeah, that that was probably, you know, that and just it seemed like what I also in the beginning, the thing about make the the problem part of the play. Yeah. Like something goes yes. wrong, make that part of it. Yes. 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 I love that. Love that. Yeah, and it feels it feels kind of right. It's I just read this uh, book uh, by Jack Cornfield, A Path with Heart, and in this book, he's saying uh, weave the straw into gold, and it's like this what time. he talks about is make the problem, make the obstacle your path instead of instead of Damn, I've got this uh, injury or, you know, I'm sick or this, just kind of go into it and make it the path and not Mm -hmm. look at it as an obstacle. Not your adversary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I think I've lost that today a little because I had told you I was having problems with friends and yes people that were supposed to help me work on the house and yes. all that kind of stuff and and it's just like instead of you know looking at it as a problem looking at it like gee maybe there's a reason why they weren't supposed to work on the house you know maybe instead of just being people that don't come through and and just face whatever it is you know, that that's in my way. Yes. And instead of in my way, it's the way. Right. Oh, yes. Just a shift of perspective. You know, if there's anything I've learned in all the years of like trying to gain wisdom in this world is with a simple, I'm going to say simple. I know it's not simple, but a simple shift in perspective. And I can see things so differently and it's such a blessing to be able Mm -hmm. to yeah because I was letting this really get to me Mm -hmm. and then uh then also like the meditation and just finding my deeper self and that's what I was doing I was doing the meditation in the daytime when I had that dream and I've been doing it pretty consistently yes Okay, so it feels a little bit like an answer to that. Yeah, it's like just be there with whatever comes up instead of like, instead of letting the problem take over, looking at the problem through those eyes of like the calmness instead of, oh, this isn't working. That's not working. This isn't working. My friend treating me really bad yes this, that, 
just kind of like just let all that fall away like yes. like like a set on a movie or something or exactly you know and just let it fall away and just yes. be still in it yes and and not ascribe all those features to it yes yeah so yeah, i feel very strongly that vulner not vulnerability what's the word like i just peacefulness does not connote weakness. That doesn't, it doesn't mean I'm weaker because I have a more peaceful way that I would prefer to deal with whatever situation. But I, I feel like that's very important. People misread that gentleness, peacefulness as being weaker, but I don't think it is. I think it's just as strong, just as strong as anyone. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Just like to be gentle, you have to be really strong to be gentle. Yeah. I think you do. I think you do. I mean, it seems right to me. And I think, you know, our culture really, you know, celebrates the man who is you know, forging ahead and all the, the male, you know, the head in, his, head in his field and whomever he had to step on or whatever. I mean, I feel like I don't trust anyone, first of all. And second of all, I just feel that, that it's time to really celebrate all changes, all advances. And I'm hopeful about our life, our world. Michelle, I'm hopeful. I see the kids, I'm going off topic, but I see the kids, you know, from Parkland, Florida, where the shooter was in their school fighting for gun control. And I see like Greta Thunberg, and now there's another young woman, not sure of her name, who's very involved in the movement of, you know, against climate change or, or like for every single politician to do their part to act on this catastrophe that's awaiting us, you know, and happening and awaiting us. So um, I am hopeful about the youth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that gives us strength too. The, yeah. the hope and the strength and just going into our, like when I go into myself, and still myself, then I uh, I feel much stronger. I, I feel are you, like- Are you saying- strength. Are you saying still yourself or instill yourself? When I still myself. When you when still I yourself. When I become still, I feel really, I feel strong. I feel- Yes. Centered and yes. acting out of, out of strength and then sometimes I uh and then somebody will knock me off or I'll I won't be as strong you know I'll let somebody knock me off right right, right right and then I have a like my friend today who knocked me off center and yes you know, she wanted me to uh help her with uh with this you know protest and I I'm not able to act in that way right now. 
Right, but right, I'm right. Like, I always go on protests and yes, you do. And I know this about you. The line of fire, so to speak, and <laughs> so she got a weak spot of mine, or, or like a a soft spot of mine, because that's what I usually do, but I'm not able to do it right now. Right. But I want I instead of coming out of weakness, I need to. You know, you're you're yeah. talking to me about that, and it's. I feel like I'm going to come out of a strength. Yeah. I don't yes, I don't think that, that it connotes weakness you know. in any way. It's just a different way. You know, I don't feel like it's weakness when we take care of ourselves and do what we need to do for ourselves or not do. You know, I don't think that is weakness. Yeah, yeah. It's a strength. And I, I, I believe. hold myself up to. To lately, I've been uh, I'm reading about Harriet Tubman, and like oh, oh I she just that. went through everything, <laughs> and I'm like, that's too high to hold myself up because uh, she <laughs> was. I mean, just think of all the antibiotics I've taken to live and all, <laughs> and she was living in the 1800s and going through the swamps and taking 300 slaves with her. It was and, amazing, and, and then she went back. As if that wasn't enough, and then she fought the war as a spy. Huh? Oh my goodness, she went back for more people. No, no, she went back to, in the Civil War to to gather um, black slaves to fight right. in the war, and then she ended up being a spy, and she almost was the the captain of of this ship that was going and gathering slaves. I love that. And she was like second in command. And, he, and I'm like, oh, I'm not. I kidding. never heard that. I love that. I know. It's so amazing who she was, who yes. she was. And so I have to realize I'm just me. I'm not yeah. Harriet. Don't compare. Tubman. Don't compare. I mean, right. in the littlest way, but the most I've ever learned is don't compare. You know, don't compare. There'll always be someone funnier or like more righteous or or prettier or whatever or smarter. There always will be. It doesn't matter. That's wonderful. I'm Celebrate just the best other. me. I know. I, I even though I wish I was her. But <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, I do have something here to what do you have there? I'll show you. The way she was almost, she was like the second command captain of the ship. But look, okay. here I am. I'm yes, yes. The Mary Pirate. Oh, <laughs> you and Harriet Tubman. <laughs> I actually, I have an eye patch. I'm stealing the slaves away. <laughs> I have an eye patch. I will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I need the eye patch, but never know. I never know when you're gonna need an eye patch. In the next two days, I'll tell you more about it. Okay. <laughs> so Michelle, it's so wonderful to have you here today. And it's so, so good. You're looking so pretty yourself. Oh, thank you. So hey, this is my six-year-old birthday party garb. I thought you'd like. Like, I know she likes sparkly things. <laughs> so I wore something sparkly. But what I want to ask you is, are you having 
dream after dream, these epic storyline dreams. Or I've was been that... having a few of them, not nothing like that, that just kept going on between the guys and dolls and then the right, dentist. Right. And the, yeah, but I've been having a bunch of them. So it's a bunch of really pretty cool dreams. I didn't dream yeah. that. The only thing I remembered was that frog from last night. But uh, I've been I've been remembering a lot of dreams. Oh my God, yeah. I had a very important frog in my dream last night. What? <laughs> it's very green. Oh my God. No, this is what happened in my dream. Oh, I had a dream that I was very physically able. I was very bodily able. And, you know, I've had some bad experiences with falling. Or like not even falling if my legs give out and then i've had to call the cops or however i reached out um but i dreamed that i was falling and i got myself back up and then later in the dream i was falling again and i dropped my cell phone and i picked up a frog and I last up night frog. Too? what's that so I had the dream of the frog and you- I know, too. that's what I'm saying. So that's wild. I picked up a frog and not my phone. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm just not supposed to be on my phone right now. <sighs> How cool is that? Really cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, so frog in the Native American animal cards, David Carson, um, frog is purification. So if you think of what a mikvah is for, you know, just getting in the water to purify yourself, brushing all the tangles out of your hair and, and submerging. And it's also similar to a baptism. Is that like a baptism or a, what do you call that when you dunk the baby in the water yeah a baptism baptism christening baptism either one is the same a christening yeah. oh okay yeah. i think the same really and that's, <laughs> that's always been what was confusing it's and i had baptism or christening <laughs> it's the same thing oh michelle thank you you've answered many questions and on that note i need to go and baptize myself in the bath <laughs> oh you're having a bath it's that work, what we're competing with right now. You <laughs> bath no. beckoning to you. The bath is beckoning. Yeah. Yes, the baptism of the, of the, uh, like becoming a frog. Uh, yeah. Yes. When Lev, my eleven-year-old, was three months old, and he was on the stairs in my front yard, and a big green frog hopped up the stairs to see him I'm like never never saw a totem animal like claim their person so definitively so wow. that yeah that happened <laughs> huh so we have frogs frog we frog world right now and i have other frog stories we used to have a birdhouse hanging in a tree and a frog moved into it. <laughs> so it must have been a tree frog, but um, 
Yeah, frogs are prevalent around here. Wow. Wow. Okay, my love. Okay, my love. I will talk to you really soon. Right. And thank you for having me. This has been a real, this was really good. Really, good. really good to just think about, you know, all of this stuff and just yes. pause. So, and thank you for joining me and sharing your wisdom. And you yeah, too. High category in my mind and in my life. So blessings to you, Michelle. Blessings. And to oh. our listeners. Oh, wait, you want to start stop with an om? Yeah, let's stop. All right, so I just want to say sweet dreams. Holomod Metukim. Namaste. Namaste. So good to see you, Michelle. You too.